worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely blessed day as always. Ted's getting hooked up right now, so he will be live with us in the next few minutes. And as I'm sure now, as everybody has brought it to the attention, trying to figure out what actually happened in Beirut, um, very troubling videos. Almost everybody's seen the videos now. Um, praying for the families. I mean, that's, that's a bad situation. They're saying that there's thousands that are injured, over 300,000 homeless, and everybody's trying to figure out what the heck happened. We really don't know the truth. First, they said it was a firework factory. Then they said there was basically ammonium nitrate that was stored there, like 5,000 metric tons or some insane amount, and then the numbers changed, and they're saying, no, there was basically a missile silo underneath the firework thing. I don't know. I'll tell you that right now. I've heard so many differing opinions, and I've heard multiple people that said they allegedly know, but in reality, I don't know. All I know is from the video, as I've studied and researched ordnance and stuff years ago, especially a lot of my buddies, one of them was in the military, who specialized in that, um, that was some significant, significant weaponry that hit that. I don't believe for a second that was a fireworks store or a fireworks factory with some ammonium nitrate beside it in a can or whatever they tried to play it as. That was a heavy, heavy, heavy weapon that hit them. Who did it? I don't know. We can only speculate right now. There's been talks that basically Israel did it, but I don't know. I'm not going to tell you I know something when I don't, but I do know everybody needs to be praying for the families that were involved in that. That was a brutal, brutal explosion. I mean, there was even a video that I saw with somebody out in the bay on a boat, you know, videotaping the plume that was going off when everything uh, basically, you know, cooked off, whatever happened. And, I mean, it, it about flipped their boat. It hit them so hard. I mean, they were way out there. So whatever that was, it was intense. So we're praying for the families. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting now, is pretty much the New York Times, CNN, all the mainstream media outlets that hyped the incident with George Floyd for almost two months straight have now been pretty much deathly silent on the actual video that's been leaked out by the Daily Mail now. And I talked to you about it briefly yesterday, and it's troubling to me to be in this situation where we're fighting against mainstream media so hard just for truth to be told. And the problem is what we all have to pretty much realize is the mainstream media is not there to give you news at all. And I mean even Fox. They're there to maintain the narrative and push propaganda. That is it. You have to understand that because I know a lot of people get frustrated, they're mad, including myself, about what constantly happens in mainstream media. But you have to realize they are not there to give you true news anymore. They are not there to give you basically true journalism anymore. They are a essentially state-funded, if you want to put it that way, arm of the deep state that is there to promote the propaganda and agenda and rhetoric that they're told to. And so for them to go on and push and push and push the narrative because they were told to, and now this video gets released, and I mean, you can tell he's blatantly inebriated heavily. Now, I mean, they said even on the blood work that he basically had so much method fentanyl in his system, they didn't even know how he would have stayed alive if he would have not been arrested. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm not a, I don't specialize in drugs like that. But one thing that's for sure is that from the 
incident as it occurred, and he was sitting in his SUV with the doors closed, told the all law enforcement over and over again he was not under any drugs, said that his mom died and he was trying to get to her, even though his mom died two years ago, said he was claustrophobic. They tried to basically help him in the vehicle. He like tried to crawl out the other side. Now, granted, I still don't think that justifies the officer, whoever was involved in that, to sit on his neck for eight minutes or nine minutes, whatever it was. That was still something that I think was excessive. But obviously, there was a lot more to that story. And those law enforcement officers, from seeing that body cam footage, they were a lot more lenient and passive from what I've seen as far as from what we were told originally. And they dealt with a lot of crap from him, more than I probably would have. I mean, I, I don't I don't ever tolerate that. But, I mean, they're law enforcement, and they handled it fairly well up until the end. But, again, I just wanted to clear that and reiterate. I don't care if it's Fox, NBC, CNN, any of these guys. They are there to push the propaganda narrative at all times. So stop wasting your time and watching them trying to get real news. Now, if you're trying to analyze something and get the fake news or the lies or understand the rhetoric that they're pushing, I do that on a semi-regular basis. But even I try to stay away from a lot of it. The other day, I went on CNN the other day, the actual CNN.com, which I like rarely ever do, to kind of just pull some articles to see what they're talking about. And the level of fear propaganda that they are still pushing with COVID was so outlandish, it boggled my mind that they can even call themselves a news station. I mean, I'm talking full-blown fear porn articles about COVID. I mean, as much verbiage as you could put in to try to scare people. And even I'm reading it, I'm like, man, COVID sounds really bad. And then I'm sitting there looking, and I'm like, no. They're continually pushing the narrative, lying about what's going on, telling everybody you have to be scared because they want to keep everything locked down while the international bankers continue to rape and pillage this country. As we've seen now, millions worth of payroll protection loans, the PPP loans, went to direct Chinese-owned companies now. They're now saying review of public PPP loan data by consultancy firm Horizon Advisory found that up to $419 million in loans were given to a more than 125 Chinese-owned or Chinese investment companies operating in the United States. Now, I know Ted said yesterday, as far as China, is not his issue. That's his opinion on that. However, I do have to say that China is the spear of the New World Order, in my opinion, and China is being used through the international banking cartel to take over huge swaths of the United States as far as in the banking sector, in the agricultural sector, and in the environmental and the building as far as structure that's going on. So they are directly involved in the overthrow. However, they are not the actual true boogeyman. The real ones behind the scenes, the banking cartel that runs the world through the IMF, through the Federal Reserve, they are the ones that are really pulling the strings. China is just there to be the narrative piece as the bad guy, which they are in my opinion, but they are simply doing the bidding of their banker masters, as we have seen in so many cases. Are you, have you logged in yet with us, Dan? Well, Austin, I don't know what's going on. My iPad had an update this morning. I let it update itself, and now it won't log on to Skype, so I've got it on my cell phone. So how does my sound sound? 
Uh, decent. It's palatable. I mean, we can definitely run a show with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was listening to what you were talking about. This whole narrative trying to push China, 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 China. It's complete and total nonsense. It's not China. I mean, it, it's ludicrous for me to sit here and try to build you a China narrative, which is, again, what the globalists want us to do so we can have another boogeyman. By the way, gold went over $2,000 an ounce yesterday. I don't know if you mentioned that yet or not. So that's really, really, you know, going through the ceiling right now. So that's kind of exciting that that's happening. And also the silver market's gone up considerably since yesterday, too. So we've got a lot of stuff happening right now all over the world, including the precious metal markets reacting. Now, the dollar has gone back up against other baskets of currencies. And the reason for that is this. The dollar itself is in short supply. As hard as, hard as it is to believe they printed trillions and trillions more dollars, there are so many derivatives out there that the dollar's coming back up against, even though the gold's going up. Now, if, there, if another stimulus passes and they print trillions and trillions of more dollars, the dollar will drop back down again. But it's going to take a lot of money printing Austin to monetize this debt. And that's why they're doing everything they possibly can to prevent the monetization of the debt by, you know, you know stopping demand and stopping the velocity of money. So it's interesting to me that this is actually happening. Also, another another giant psychop going on, Branson to beat Musk and Bezos in billionaire space race as he prepares to fly on the Virgin Galactic ship. Guys, this is going to be all nonsense. Let me tell you why this is going to be nonsense. If they bring you up in a spaceship in order for you to basically achieve orbit or to achieve weightlessness, it's going to be in a very, very low Earth orbit. They don't want you to see what's going on up there. They can't get anywhere near the Van Allen radiation belt, because if they do, it fries all the instruments on the spaceship. Now, that's why they could never fully explain how they got through the Van Allen radiation belt with Apollo, simply because they said that they had like an eighth of an inch of aluminum, which is like a little bit of tin foil, on the outside of the spaceship, because they said if they coated it in lead, it could never get off the ground. So here we are. So they're still playing this narrative. They don't want you to see the true shape of the planet. Now, let me tell you something, guys. I'm not a flat guy, but I'm not a round Earth guy either. I believe the Earth has got a, it's, it's shaped differently than they're telling you it is. And here's why I say that. When you look at the experiments that are done on horizons in which they use mirrors or high-powered high, high lights, you know, urge the Earth does not line up with what they told us that it is. So I believe it's more of a disc-shaped thing as far as I'm concerned. I don't believe it's totally oval. Remember, all of the oval planets, the round planets that you saw from Apollo, supposedly that were taken from Apollo 11, which was nonsense, saying, oh, it's the blue marble floating out in space. Every one of those pictures that we saw was an artist's rendition. That's all it was. And so that's why you never see pictures like that anymore from the current space shuttle or space program out there. And so when I see things like this rocket ship coming back in the other day from from, from Musk, and they talk about all of this stuff about, you can see every one of those photos were staged. The space systems that we have now are incredibly advanced. We have the ability for interdimensional travel as far as I'm concerned. I believe the statistics and the reality and the viewing of these spaceships have all proven this. I've talked about this at length before with Dave Hodges on his show. So when you see these things and they're saying this stuff to you guys, it's all about maintaining the narrative of NASA. And you could call NASA not a space agency, <laughs> NASA. And it was founded by Jack Parsons, remember, who was a Satanist. He 
and Aleister Crowley were trying to open up portals to talk to demons in other dimensions. And Jack Parsons is the one who started NASA. NASA is not what you think it is. It's a military organization. It's not civilian. And so they keep it super, super top secret all of the time. I mean, Donald Trump now says we're going to have a space force. That means we're going to have a space force in which we have to puddle drop all these spaceships back into the ocean every time we land. Complete and total obfuscation. Complete and total nonsense. What do you think, Austin? Oh, that's there, there's definitely something and a lot of things that we're not told about, whether it be space exploration or launching rockets or any of the stuff that's going on as far as going into space, because it's exactly what you said. They're talking about trying to have a full-blown space force, but then they're basically dropping them in the pond every time they have to come back down. Something's very strange about this. We've seen the technology that we already have with the F-35 fighter jets and what they're capable of, and that's still old-school technology. You know, 10 years back when they started working on that, back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And so when you see these things start to come out, it's exactly what I said at the beginning of the show. The mainstream media and the media that's constantly pushed out there is designed to fit a singular narrative right in line. There's not supposed to be any deviations from the narrative. Now, there may be some wiggle room in between so you can have that left-right paradigm. Oh, you know, Republicans are good, Democrats are bad, or vice versa, and so forth. Then you constantly have that narrative. So people think they have a choice. That's the only reason that Fox News exists. If Fox News turned into CNN News, a lot of people would actually wake up, believe it or not. A lot of people would actually realize, oh, this is what's going on. We basically have a state-funded, medical-industrial complex-funded media that is telling us nothing but lies and rhetoric to keep the narrative going. But see, you have to have that balance in there. So you have the left-right narrative that constantly divides people. So you have Fox News. They put out a little bit of information here and there, a little bit of information here and there, and try to have that right-wing side, when in reality, Fox News is nothing more than the exact same mouthpiece as CNN, just with a slightly right-wing twist to it. And so that's what we see everything going on. Now, that's what we try to do so much on this show at Health Masters. That's why we bring everything from these topics to health and all the way down the line. And, you know, I was talking to a uh, friend of mine yesterday. He came in to the office here, good friend, good customer of mine. And we were discussing the aspect of what is going on with COVID. He asked me, he goes, what, what is going on with COVID? I said, well, it's, it's about 99% lies. I said, there's absolutely a virus out there. I said, but there's absolutely dozens upon dozens of viruses every single day that you're exposed to on a regular basis. And he said, well, I watched this video of this doctor, this black doctor, male, out in, uh, I think it was like Texas, and they were interviewing him. And he said, what's interesting about it is the vast majority of people that have high exposure to sun and are very active and eat healthy, they're starting to show now, have virtually no significant side effects, real hard, hardcore side effects from COVID. And he goes, isn't it ironic that almost every single person that you see that's having health problems are generally people that already have health conditions, that are in nursing homes, virtually meaning they're getting no D3. They're usually wrapped up in their house all day long. I mean, we now have the UK, Northern England up there, they are now saying that they're banning more than one person in the home if they are not family or friends that actively live with you, including they are banning any type of sexual engagements unless you are married or living with that person. 
blatantly. They said, you cannot have an extra person in your house. Meaning, if you have a family of four and you're in your home and you invite your friend over to come to a Bible study or come eat dinner and they find you, if they find out you did that, they are fining you and every single person in your home for having a group gathering of outside persons that do not live at that address. I kid you not. And so this is what they're trying to do is keep everybody inside, which that does what right now during the summer? Reduces your D3 levels. They're trying to make everybody put a mask on and recirculate your own air, which is horribly, horribly bad for you. That, again, reduces your immune system, prevents your body from getting proper oxygen, which, of course, right there automatically starts to make you more acidic, which makes you more prone to more diseases. And on top of that, they're refusing to address any type of medical or natural treatment whatsoever. The only thing in the narrative is the vaccine right now. And my friend, he said, why are they doing this? I said, well, A, they, they enjoy death and destruction. This is what this international group does. I said, but B, I said, you got to remember, these guys love money. It's the root of all evil. And I said, the medical industrial complex is built off keeping people sick. I said, always remember that, my friend. I said, the medical industrial complex does not make money off healthy individuals. That is a fact. There is no rebuttal to that. If everybody stayed healthy, there would be significant loss of income in the medical industrial complex. So that means the only other solution is to keep people sick. And I said, there is no money in telling people to take large doses of vitamin C all day long. You know, 1,000, 1,500 milligram microdoses all day long of vitamin C, D3 on a regular basis, iodine. I said, that doesn't benefit them. There's no benefit to that. I said, and then the hydroxychloroquine aspect, the 60-year-old malaria drug that's been around and been effectively safe for decades upon decades, that product's pennies, pennies. It's been around so long, there's so many generic forms of it, it's literally pennies. There is no money to be made in it. Now, when you bring up the COVID vaccine, there's multi, multi-faceted aspects to that. Not only is it literally a multi-billion dollar cash cow right now, that most of these manufacturers, these vaccine manufacturer pharmaceutical companies, are going to rake in tens of billions of dollars in vaccine income this year just off that vaccine alone. But then, you got to look at the other twist to it. Now, if you tell people to stay inside, reduce their D3, you tell people not to take anything because there's nothing that fixes it, you tell people to breathe their own air, you're already having more health problems that are coming into the system now. And then if you go into the system, you're automatically counted as a COVID. So it's a positive, positive to them. It's, it's a pro or pro either side. They're automatically winning. And then you're just going to start having more side effects from the vaccine, as we've already seen from Moderna. There are numbers that have proven very, very clearly, <laughs> very clearly, that Moderna vaccine and numerous other COVID vaccines are not safe whatsoever. 50 plus percent side effects in every single person. You know, the one test they did, 100% had side effects. Some of them were minor, meaning sore injection site, but it was all the way down the list. There were side effects, 100%. So that means, what is that going to do? Increase the medical industrial complex income again. This is exactly why they promote and push the childhood vaccines. I had a conversation with this with a woman the other day, and she finally, I think, started to get a glimmer of it, understanding the vaccines are not there to protect the children. We've eradicated large amounts of these diseases. Not only that, if the vaccines were necessary in a 
first world country like the United States, then I would be an absolute anomaly, and so would my kids. I've never had any vaccines except for one, one tetanus shot when I was 12 years old. So if we have these rampant cases of all these diseases all the time everywhere, why in the world do you have people that are unvaccinated their entire life and are completely healthy? Why in the world are you trying to tell people they have to take a chicken pox vaccine when they're 18 months old? When I got the chicken pox when I was younger, I had the measles when I was younger, you get a natural immunity the rest of your life. It doesn't fit the narrative because now we have kids, and I've heard this. I cannot tell you how many times, my friends. You have a perfectly healthy baby. It goes in for its six-month checkup. Bam, seven different vaccines. Immediate cytokine storm and inflammation in the body. Crying, sickness, the fatigue, all this stuff. Now, sometimes the kids bounce out of it. Sometimes they don't. A lot of times the kids go back to the doctor for what? More health problems. Then what do they do at 12 months? Go back in for more shots. And then what do you see almost every single time after the 12-month shot? Ear, and, uh, ear, foot, and mouth. Ear infections. Inflammation of the adenoids and the tonsils. Almost invariably, every time I start to see this, what do the doctors want to do? Tubes in the ears. Remove the adenoids. Remove the tonsils. Oh, he doesn't need those. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. And it drives me up the wall that these medical doctors will not address what's going on. And they intentionally tell these moms, oh, no, 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 he's fine. It wasn't the shot. It wasn't that. He, this is just normal. It's normal he gets ear infections. It's normal that he has inflammation of the tonsils and adenoids all the time. He needs to get another shot. It's 18 months. My son's staying really sick all the time. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. You've got to protect him. It's for his safety. Shoot him up again. They shoot him up again. What happens? Deathly sick in some cases. If not, autism. If not, in and out of the doctor's office having surgeries, antibiotics over and over and over and over again. To get the picture, it feeds the medical industrial complex with these drugs and vaccines on a regular basis. In my opinion, that's exactly what COVID-19 is getting geared up to do on a whole other level, considering the fact that it's an RNA vaccine and it's actually going to rewrite part of your DNA, which means there is no telling. We have no idea what this is going to do to your body long term. And of course, they've completely gotten the FDA to sign off on any long-term testing. Three to four year minimum for every single vaccine that's on the market right now. COVID-19, six months, Send it. It's fine. We did a one-month trial on it. It's good to go. Inject the entire world with it now. Absolute lunacy, but it shows you there is way more going on behind the scenes than a simple, novel virus that we're saying we can't figure out. When COVID, the actual coronaviruses, have been around for generations, and they've never even addressed them, Dad. Well, you know, also the craziest part about all of this stuff is that the people believe this. But I've got good news for the listeners. I mean, I've got a friend of mine who's pretty much vaccinated all of her kids. I've known this young lady since she was a child. And the other day, she was jogging down the road, and Sharon and I stopped, and she's about 26, 27 years old now, and she's got three children. And she started. I started talking to her about what was going on, and I said to her, I said, whatever you do, don't let them give you the COVID shot. And she goes, you know what? She goes, Ted, I used to think that this stuff was, you know, kind of silly and kind of conspiracy, conspiracy theory. But after what I've seen with them shutting the entire country down and all the stuff that's going on, we're not touching that shot. She goes, there's not much you could say to me now that I wouldn't believe about what the government is capable of doing. And I think this is, again, they're overplaying their hand. They always have a tendency to do that because, remember, the wizards that run the planet, 
they can run by their algorithms. They can run by the research that they do, Austin, but they cannot see the future, though they want to. They're not on the present. And so they're constantly doing things and making mistakes. Remember what it says in the Bible? Had the God of this age known what he was doing, he never would have crucified the Son of Glory. He never would have crucified Christ. He didn't see it coming. He thought if he killed Jesus and put him on a cross for the whole world to see in ridicule as a spectacle, that they would at that point destroy Christianity, destroy God, destroy Jesus, destroy the Messiah, destroy everything. And what it did, it allowed that seed to be planted for Christians when Christ was resurrected from the dead by God Almighty, by the great I Am, and all of a sudden Lucifer goes, uh-oh, I messed up. This is what they always do. They're always doing stuff out of greed and avarice and hatred and bitterness. you got to understand something, guys, and I've told you this before, and I don't think people fully understand the hatred they have towards Christians and people who are not of their race, people who do not have benign Nephilim blood. These people think that we're all just a bunch of animals, soulless animals. They can harvest our organs and do whatever they want to do to us, and we shouldn't say anything or complain about anything. They believe that we should be able to be stupid and dumbed down, and hence why they put us on the drugs back in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s with the Rockefeller Rothschild Medical Industrial Complex, got rid of most homeopathic medicine, most naturopathic medicine in the United States. Most states don't even allow that to be practiced legally any longer. And then what they did, they started pushing more and more and more drugs for simple diseases until finally they found the, the absolute pinnacle of what they could do. They could force moms and dads to inject their children with who knows what to further dumb down the children and give them all types of diseases, which then further the money of the medical industrial complex. Bill Gates was run out of India for all the deaths and all the polio he caused. He's a complete sack of methane. The guy's garbage. He's pure human garbage. His mom was involved with the Federal Reserve Banks. His dad was involved with Planned Parenthood. I mean, he's just a pure liberal sack of methane. And he was involved with Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, all of this stuff ties together through the Kabbalah worship, all of it. And so what we have to understand is that when we are told things by our medical doctor, it's because in vast majority of cases, they've received that information from their continuing education programs that they're required to take every single year. And guess who? qualifies and licenses the people who are producing these classes for these doctors to take, that would be the very same medical industrial complex. And they tell them what they're supposed to learn and what they're supposed to understand. So when you go to your doctor and you question the narrative, the only thing they can say to you is, I don't know, or that's conspiracy theory, or that's wrong, or I'm not sure. But they don't know what to tell you. When you start talking about vitamin C, if you start talking about vitamin D3 and K2, if you start talking about potassium iodide for your immune system, they didn't take any classes in nutrition, the vast majority of medical doctors. They don't have any understanding of what macro and micronutrients do to the body and how they maintain your health. They don't understand. It's like, it's like if you come to me and you say, I need brain surgery, my response is, I don't know how to do that. I have no idea why you need brain surgery, nor am I qualified or licensed or capable of that type of you know, surgery. I can't do any of that stuff. And all of a sudden you go, oh, well, Ted doesn't know. Well, that's the same problem. When you go to a medical doctor who's never had a class in nutrition or class in any kind of training as far as proper lifestyle, I mean, you know, how many medical doctors smoke cigarettes? A whole bunch, by the way. How many medical doctors are overweight? Oh, that's right, a whole bunch. How many medical doctors eat clean? Hardly any of them. Hardly any of them. That's why the average life expectancy of a medical doctor in the United States is 57 years. 
57, because they died of stroke, of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, all this stuff. Some of these guys are working 70, 80, 90-hour work weeks, and they can never get off that treadmill because they have too many debts as far as with student loans or too many ex-wives, too many ex-alimony payments, too many ex-child payments, too many ex-swimming pool payments, and on and on and on and on and on. So they're constantly having to bring more and more people into their offices to treat more and more disease to pay the bills and pay the overhead. Understand that they don't make any money unless you're sick. Austin's exactly right with what he just said a few minutes ago. And so they don't have the narrative program in them as far as preventing disease, nor do they have the time. Quite frankly, if the doctor did understand, back when I was in practice as a state licensed nutritionist here in Florida, sometimes I'd have to work with somebody for an hour. It's just one session, just one person, you know, in my office, sometimes 30 minutes, depends on how scheduled I was. But it was so interesting because I had to literally teach them health and nutrition. Because remember, back in the 80s, we didn't have the Internet. I couldn't send them to YouTube. That's why I developed home study courses like Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. So they could take these tapes and CDs home with them, and they could learn the basics of health and nutrition, which they were never taught in school. And see, this is the frustrating part, Austin, when you talk to somebody, and you say to them, hey, look, maybe you need to reevaluate if you really want to give your child 75 vaccines. Well, why should I do that? The doctor said it was okay. Well, the doctor really doesn't understand what happens with a cytokine storm because he really wasn't taught that in immunology in most cases. In fact, in most cases, sometimes immunology is sometimes at all, is, is one of those cases that's another elective. So you've got to be really, really careful of who you talk to. I've told you guys this before. There's good attorneys out there. There's really bad attorneys. There's good realtors, and there's really bad realtors. And guys, there's really some good doctors out there. There's some really bad doctors. Same thing with police, same thing with everything. There's some really good talk show hosts out there. There's some really bad talk show hosts out there. And there's some really good talk show hosts out there that are good and articulate on the air, but they give you really bad information. Turn on CNN, you'll see that. I mean, it's unbelievable. Turn on Fox, you'll see a lot of the same thing. Again, it's like Austin said earlier, it's the narrative. They spin a specific narrative, whether it be vaccines, whether it be the COVID, whether it be anything. And they beta test this. Austin read you an article just the other day in which he actually said they were doing like 10 or 12 different beta tests to see which was the most effective way to get people through shame or through obedience or whatever they had to do to take the vaccine. What a bunch of sickos. So they're going to beta test how to get as many people they possibly can. Let me tell you something, guys. The manufacturers of these vaccines now are warning that they'll have no liability to any of this because they don't know what's going to happen within four years. That's why right, four years. It takes like that long for this stuff in some cases to really start tearing you up and wreaking havoc with your DNA and your internal organs. They know. Judy Mikovits said they're going to have tens of millions of people dead from this vaccine within a few years if they inject everybody. And I believe her because I saw what happened with the swine flu vaccine back in the 70s. There weren't that many people injected. So, guys, think through all of this stuff. If a doctor says to you, you need to have bypass surgery. You need to go get two more medical opinions on that. And don't tell the other medical doctors what the first medical doctor said. Maybe, you know, you could go in and do chelation therapy, you know, intravenous chelation therapy and clean out the arteries. I've seen, I've got a friend of mine up in South Carolina, he did that. See, there's all kinds of natural things that you can do if you have the right information in order to stay healthy without massive medical intervention. My dear friend and Sharon's dear friend from high school, I'm not going to give you her name. She ended up having cancer of the jaw, the mandible. And they told her it was routine surgery, no big deal. Simple to do, easy to fix. Take a bone out of her leg, put it in her jaw, take part of her jaw out, be done with it. Easy to do, in and out of the hospital in a few hours, in and out of 
therapy in a few weeks, be back to normal within a month. Yeah, whatever. And I told her, I said, that's a giant lie. This isn't routine. They're disassembling your face and putting it back together again. And sure enough, the bone graft didn't last. The radiation killed all the new graft. Now she's sitting there with no bone in her in her chin, in her, in her, in her, in her, in her jaw. Unbelievable a pus pocket still pouring out of the side of her face, hole in her face. Lost like 50 pounds now because she can't eat. I mean, her life has gone down the tubes. And she's unbelievably sick. And if this doesn't change, we pray for her on a regular basis, she'll die soon. And she's in her early 60s. And you think, what the heck? How'd that happen? Well, it's because she didn't go in for different opinions. She didn't go in for different opinions. And guys, you've got to remember, these guys all have different training and different levels of expertise. That's why you need different opinions. So guys, please, do yourself a favor. Don't believe what Austin and I are telling you about this. Don't. Do your own research, and you'll find that we're telling you the truth. Because we've done our research. We've done this for years and years and years and years and years. I mean, heck, I wrote a book called Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities in Children, and I traced the smoking gun right back to the vaccine. And that book's 20 years ago. And I tell you what, guys, I took some heat for that book. I mean, I took some heat heat for that one. And guys, it's so important to understand that, you know, the vaccines, the thimerosal, the mercury, the aluminum, the aborted fetal cells all wreak havoc with the child's immune system. Not to mention the squalene and the other adjuvants of the these vaccines. Not to mention the fact that they may have live viral compounds inside of it, like they did with the simian 40, simian 60 back in the 60s. This is something that's absolutely crazy that's going on right now, and people are continuing to believe the narrative, Austin. What do you think? No, it's exactly right. <laughs> so many people have been trained in, to look at this, to absorb this, and to believe everything they say. And um, it's, it's troubling. And that's why I encourage everyone exactly what you said. You don't have to believe me. I say that all the time. I'm, I'm giving you the research that I've done and you've done and our opinions on it and experience firsthand with hundreds and hundreds of people that have had these situations and been in them. And I expect everybody else to do their own research and do the same. To be able to have your own opinion and make your own informed decision is the it's paramount to cognitive reasoning and thinking. It's paramount. You do not ever want to be in a position where you blindly follow everything everybody says all the time. doesn't matter who says it. doesn't matter what it is. You go, yes, sir, that's what it means. Okay. We're not in the military, guys. We're not U.S.-issued GIs. Now, some of our listeners may be, and that's a different story. Now, if you're following orders and you're in the military... You still actively did that. Now, as far as drafts and stuff like that, I'm not even going to get into my opinion on all of this. But when it comes to actually being an American civilian and or being, you know, basically retired military, you don't have to listen to anybody. All you have to do is make your own decision. Now, that means you still need to follow as far as morals and ethics and laws. But now, if those laws supersede God's laws or those laws supersede or try to take over the Constitution, that's a completely different story. If they're diametrically opposed to what you believe, then that's different. But this is why they're trying to get everybody to capitulate with the masks. And what's ironic enough about it to me, is that nobody, I'm still not, a lot of people still are not using the medical exclusion. 
They're going, oh, I don't, I don't have a paper. You don't even have to have a paper. I've already addressed that now. Law enforcement's already said that. They are law enforcement. Let me clarify this. Or they are, you know, managers somewhere. Or they are some type of little mask police. They are not in the medical field. They have no right to access your medical files. They have no right to ask you your medical information. They have no right to demand your medical history. You do not have to give them any of that information whatsoever. So if you say, I have a medical condition, I cannot wear a mask. That's it. Now, if they want to really go and try to fine you for this and go on with it, they're opening themselves up for a massive lawsuit. So I, in my opinion, if it goes that route with me, if I have some type of out-of-control, tyrannical law enforcement that says, we're going to fine you anyways, say, I have a medical disability. I'm not going to basically take a fine. If you're going to give me a fine unlawfully, you are setting yourselves up for a discrimination lawsuit via the American Disabilities Act because you do not have a right to tell me to do something that compromises my medical condition. And I, I have yet to see that situation escalate. I have yet to hear it from anybody. And so, so many people are just going, oh, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. As I told you guys a couple weeks ago, the mask is like being a thousand meter long shot. Thousand meters out. They're far out. You got an enemy coming at you a thousand meters out. They're telling you what they're gonna do. You got plenty of time to react. That's gonna go away real quick. They're already doing the COVID tracing that some people, I still don't understand, are actually going along with this and, and uh, uploading the app and allowing it to track what they do. That, that boggles my mind. The people are knowingly consenting to this. And then, of course, you're going to have some people that knowingly consent to this vaccine. If you want to take a vaccine, that is your choice. If you don't want to take a vaccine, that is also your choice. Whichever decide, decision you decide to go, make it your decision. Your decision, not the doctors, not your families, not CNNs, your decision. You are a human being made in God Almighty's image. You have a right to consent. And that's one thing that I've noticed about a lot of this stuff with these international bankers and these individuals in the deep state and the ones that are so bent on taking over this country and promoting communism is that right now you have to give them consent. They cannot take that from you, whether it be something with the other world or the other life, whether it be their beliefs. I don't know in full detail. I know my opinion on it, but all I know is one thing. They have to have your consent. And also, too, in other news, sidetrack. I want to give everybody a heads up on this because I just got notified of it again this morning. We do have the organic food buckets en route to us right now. We have been fighting to get as many as we can with our hands on. The company that makes the organic food buckets, they're like one of the only ones that make ready-to-go food prep in food buckets, one of the only ones. There's a few other companies on the market. I've told you guys before, they make organic food buckets, but it's like, you know, a gallon bag of peas and a half gallon of, you know, cashews. And there's nothing wrong with those. I've used them. The problem is they're very difficult to keep fresh because you generally aren't going to eat a half pound of cashews at a time and other foods. And you normally, and this is my opinion, it's 
effective because I've been in the situations. When you are in a situation where you're eating survival food because you have no power or you have a hurricane or a storm and everything's down for a week and a half and you're outside working all day long, the last thing you feel like doing is trying to make a five-course gourmet meal with all these different ingredients. You literally want to take a pot, fill it up with water, boil it, throw the food in there, stir it up for 10 minutes, put it in a bowl, and chow down and get back to work. And that's exactly what these food buckets are designed to do, and they're certified USDA organic. But we have them in route. We should have them by mid-next week is what I'm being told right now. Um, They are basically going to go fast, so I'm letting everybody know. They're on the website, but you cannot buy them yet. I want to make sure you guys know this. I blasted a few people about this because I really dislike it. Six months ago, five months ago, when there were companies, I'm not going to name names, but they were putting up that they had food buckets in stock, and then you found out when you go to order them or after you order them that they were basically on an 8- to 14-week back order. I'm not going to do that. Never done that. There may be a slight delay in shipping. There might be a slight delay in prep because we have so many orders, but I have them in hand. I'm not going to lie to you and say I have them in stock when I'm trying to drop ship them from a company four months from now. I will never do that to my friends or customers ever. So I'm letting you guys know, giving you a heads up. They're coming in stock, almost 20,000 calories per bucket, and I had a friend of mine, Talked to you back and forth. He's actually down in Australia, listener, customer, and he hit me up and asked me basically about trying to get a long supply. And he goes, well, this one company's got a supply, and it's this. And I said, what's the calorie content? He goes, well, I don't know. They don't list it. I said, there's your problem. I said, don't listen to me again. Do your own research. Let me be a singular opinion, and you do your own research and make your own decision. Most of these companies that come out, they say, oh, it's a one-month supply of food. You look at the calorie content, and it's usually around six to 700 calories per day per person. I tell you right now, some people may be able to do that short-term if you're not very big. I'm 200 pounds, and I train on a regular basis. I cannot operate on 600 calories a day, especially being out in the sun working all day doing active work. Will not happen. I do for a couple days, but I will become extremely depleted very weak, and I will start losing and hemorrhaging weight very rapidly and become useless after a month of doing that. So I encourage you, understand your caloric intake, what you're going to be doing. Generally, if you're outside, in Florida and you're working all day long, if you're putting up sandbags, if you're chainsawing down trees, you're going to need about three to 4,000 calories a day to maintain weight. Now, obviously, in that situation, you're probably going to lose weight, just fact of it. So you can't really plan on eat 5,000 calories a day from a bodybuilding diet. You can't plan on that either. That's not realistic. But at least try to make sure you're in that 2,000 calorie range every day the best you can and plan on that. So I tell everybody, that's what the buckets are. They're about 20,000, like 19.5 calories per bucket. Judge accordingly for how many calories you need. But I'm getting them in stock. I'm letting everybody know here firsthand before anybody else knows before I send an email out, give you guys first option to get them because they're certified organic. You feel good when you eat them. They're not basically a bunch of bloated, nasty food with a bunch of MSG in them. But I want to let everybody know, there is going to be a significant food shortage. This is not fear porn. This is a fact. For the last two years, we've seen crop growth in the United States drop significantly, either it be from droughts, fires, or flooding. That's a fact. Now, whether you get food from me, it doesn't matter. I don't care. 
I just want my friends and family and fellow patriots in this country to have food. Food has always been used as a tool for control by a communist dictatorship. Every single country. There is no argument about this. Now it just came an alert in today from Breaking911.com. JBS Food Canada LLC out of Canada establishment is now being forced to recall approximately 38,406 pounds of ground beef. And a lot of people are going, what in the world's going on with this? What? 38,000 pounds of ground beef? Yes, it's being recalled. It's not because it was found to be contaminated with salmonella. It's not because it was causing any adverse effects. There's not been a single confirmed report of any adverse reaction from consuming this product. What they're saying is... The items were shipped and distributed from Canada into distribution centers in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Ironically, it's in the South. The problem was discovered because they were not presented for import reinspection into the United States. Basically, the FSIS determined that routine surveillance was looked at and they had not passed FSIS import reinspection and all the food has to be recalled for further inspection, which they're saying the transport back and forth by the time it gets cleared for inspection, it's more than likely going to be passed date, good date, basically used it by this date, which means it's probably all going to be trashed because of this. This is not accidental, in my opinion. These things are happening intentionally in some cases. Sometimes it's contaminated. This has shown no signs of contamination. They want to dry up the food supply. Understand what's going on. Prep accordingly. Know what you have on hand and stand your ground and speak your mind when it comes to this information, Dad. Well said, Austin. Well said. Now, did you talk about the Beirut explosion this, when you first started the show? Because I, I, I did briefly. I would love to get your opinion on it. You and I haven't talked about it in much brief. We've both been gone. And so I talked about it briefly, what happened. I've told different opinions that have been told to me, but I have not actually got a true verified source of what really, truly happened. Just a lot of different ones. So I, we'd love to hear your opinion on it, too, Deb. Uh, here's what I've been, my opinion. My opinion, guys, here's what I think. Mossad, mini-nuke. I have no idea why they're going after Lebanon again. Mossad, mini-nuke. That's Because this thing, I watched the explosion in miles and miles away. You heard the sonic boom come like 20 seconds later. It parted the clouds. I'm not joking, guys. The video that I saw, it parted the clouds. And there's no way that you blew up some sodium nitrite or whatever they're saying that that was, uh, that it's going to do that. It's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, I know, don't get me wrong, you know, that they don't blow, it'll blow strong, but it's not gonna do that. Personally, I believe it was Mossad mini nuke, and I have no idea. Apparently, somebody was getting punished somewhere. Now, whether we ever find out the truth, I don't know. In fact, Donald Trump's advisors now have said and have told him, the generals have told him, that this was some type of bomb, was not a fireworks. Washington AFP President Donald Trump said Tuesday that U.S. generals had told him that a powerful explosions at Rock Beirut that appeared to have been caused by a bomb of some kind. It looks like a terrible attack, Trump told reporters at the White House. It would seem like it based on the explosion. I met with some of our generals, and they just seemed to feel that it was a bomb. Now, here we go. Was it a fireworks explosion? You know, whatever. You know, guys, that's, again, my opinion. But, you know, remember, this whole thing is heating up. You know, we're having problems now with the Postal Service. The Postal Service is not getting our second-day priority mail stuff out in second-day's priority mail. 
You know, they're like cutting funding to the Postal Service. Why would they cut funding to the Postal Service? Here, I'm going to tell you why. The federal government's stone-cold dead broke. Everything's on borrowed money. And, you know, they're now they're borrowing more and more and more and more money. And, of course, the post office has been operating at a loss due to Amazon for years and years now because of Amazon, and they ship packages that below their cost. So what ends up happening is we, because we've subsidized Amazon for so many years now, allowing them to become the primary retailer in the United States and globally, it appears, going to be, then now we're destroying our own postal service. You know, Amazon is so big now, they need to set up their own post office and have their own employees and ship things via their own post office. They're, they're working that on it. big. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, because they're that big. So, guys, it's one of those things that we'll all be stuck out there without the post office. Then. I mean, who got the mail to run on Sunday? That was the po- that was Amazon. By the way, more of an interesting story. A woman throws coffee in California in a man's face for not wearing a mask. The man gets up and beats up the boyfriend, opened up a can of whoop butt on him, who basically was the girl, the boy, the girl's boyfriend. Okay, the woman's a Jezebel. I call these types of women, ladies, please forgive me, because I know if you're listening to the show, you don't apply for this. I call them a BMW, a big mouth woman. And all they want to do is start fights and be aggressive and beat up people. I saw one of these women one time in a bar walk over to a guy, this is back in the 60s, and just open up a can of whoop butt on him. The guy just covered up because he didn't want back, didn't you? weren't supposed to hit women. You still aren't supposed to do that. And the guy just stood, stood there as she whacked him in the head about 30 times, over and over and over. I call these women BMWs, big mouth women. If that offends you, not trying to offend you, we can also call them a Jezebel. But they get to a point where they think they can do anything. This guy didn't have a mask on, and he was videotaping the whole thing. Didn't have a mask on. She walks up with her boyfriend, tells him to put a mask on. He said, no, I live here. I'm not going to do that. And he's videotaping it. And all of a sudden, she takes her hot coffee and slams her coffee into his head. Well, then he said, that's enough. He got up and beat up her boyfriend. Now, the boyfriend hadn't done anything to him because he wasn't a big mouth man, BMM, I guess. And so he basically got a few licks on him, and the guy basically asked him to stop, and he backed off because the, the boy was the, the the guy was basically a beta male running around with an alpha female Jezebel BMW. And what ended up happening is they get in a fight because he just locks up with the doggone boyfriend and decides just to stop it all. Now this is insanity that we've gotten to the point now where people think they can walk up to you. If you're wearing a mask or not wearing a mask and slam you upside the head with a hot cup of coffee and think it's okay. Now, you know, I don't know what to say about all of this because you got big mouth men, you got big mouth women, you got all these people that are running around trying to provoke stuff. Here's the Bible, what it says. A gentle answer turns away wrath. Okay? So the best of our ability, we need to try to walk in love and step away from situations like this. But getting hot coffee slammed upside your head, he's lucky it wasn't, you know, you know, 180 degrees and it ended up burning him. I mean, this is crazy information that we're seeing because these quote-unquote Jezebels, and, and it's so funny to me. It's like you don't ever read about guys going up and starting on another guy about not wearing a mask. Remember I told you a few weeks ago, I was over at Greenwise. Some Jezebel comes up to me and starts just letting loose on me in the doggone store about why I didn't have a mask on. And I told her, I said, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't believe in masks. They don't work. If you want to do it, you wear a mask. I don't care. Mind your own business and leave me alone. 
And her husband or boyfriend or whoever it was was standing there with her with the mask on. And he looked at me and goes, good for you. Good for you. And I, I mean, finally, so when the lady saw that she was getting resistance from an alpha male, she, and she walks away. And I'm like, oh, gosh, where do they find these people? Guys, this is the woman's liberation movement. And it's not that women didn't need more rights. It's not that women didn't need to be treated with respect. And it's certainly not they don't need to earn the same amount of money that men do, because I believe all of that stuff. But, guys, a woman who weighs 105 pounds if she walks up to an alpha male that weighs 270 pounds, and he's six foot six, and she's five feet tall, and she starts mouthing off and screaming and yelling, this ain't the movies. This isn't the Avengers. This isn't Scarlett Johansson beating up a six foot eight bodyguard. This isn't happening. It doesn't happen in the real world. This is the liberal mindset that they have. They want us to believe all. That's why we have all of these quote unquote action heroes now that are women who aren't really supergirl. They're just basically a woman who's been trained in jiu-jitsu or martial arts, and we're supposed to believe she could beat up 8 or 10 or 12 men who outweigh her by 100, 150 pounds each. That's nonsense. And so they start getting caught up in these state of brainwave things when they watch these movies, they watch these action adventures. So they walk up to a guy who's sitting there having lunch and says, you need to put a mask on. He goes, well, I don't want to do that. So she slams the hot coffee upside his head like he's supposed to cower in fear and run away and grab a mask. Unbelievable that we're in a situation in this country now that people have lost civility. You know, when they ask Albert Einstein, they said, you know, what's wrong with people today? You know, he made it very simple. He says people simply don't think. They don't think through what happens next. You know, a lady walks up to a buffalo in Yellowstone National Park couple weeks ago. Wanted to pet the buffalo. It's a 2,500 pound animal. It's a wild animal. Wanted to pet the buffalo. I watched the video. It gored her. It picked her up and threw her 20 feet in the air and gored her. And you know, her response was, I didn't think that was going to happen. What do you, what do you think was going to happen? What do you think? Is a zoo? This is, this, is, this is wild. This is wild America out there in Yellowstone. Think through. Say, if I give this vaccine to my child, what's going to happen? I, I told all my kids when they were young. I said, look, you're not going to get vaccinated. Not under my watch. I said, now, when you're 18 years old, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But it's no longer my responsibility. If you want to learn what the vaccines are all about, if you don't want to learn, that's entirely up to you. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to handicap you with a lowered IQ score or a learning disability by injecting you with a bunch of aluminum. But what you're going to find out is when you go to college – You'll be as a giant among men or women because your IQ scores are going to be higher because you haven't damaged your brain. So just do what you think you need to do when you turn 18. And all my kids, and I thank God for this, have listened to me on this. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you too. Sorry about the bad audio call at the beginning. I had to reboot my entire Internet here at the house. I appreciate all of you. I have not yet had a chance to pray for you this morning. I will do that in a few moments. God bless you. I appreciate you. Austin, finish up the show. Yes, absolutely. And then one thing that I do recommend, though, however, is that any women in your family, try to get them at least some basic martial art defensive tactics. Now, I don't mean going out there trying to actually be able to even get in a fight or win a fight, but at least basic strikes, eye gouges, throat strikes, groin strikes, basic strikes to get somebody off you to the point to get to your pistol. That's where I'm getting at with that. That's why Atlanta, she always has her Glock with her all the time. I always tell everybody, I'm like, listen, especially if you're a female, of all people, 
you can have a pistol with you because that 45 or 9 millimeter is the great mediator. Doesn't matter how big you are. You take a 45 ACP hydroshock in the chest, it's going to drop you unless you're wearing body armor, which the average person is not wearing body armor on a daily basis. So that's the thing about it. If you have an attacker, you have multiple assailants trying to grab you, it is crucial that you have the means and ability to defend yourself, whether that be hand-to-hand or whether that be basically with a firearm or other means. Understand it's your duty and your responsibility to protect your family and yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. That's embarrassing in Minneapolis right now. The police put it out there. Oh, you need to be prepared to get robbed. Give them, pre-prepared to give them your cell phone and wallet and listen to them. That is the biggest pile of horse crap I've ever seen in my life. And that is embarrassment as a city in the United States of America that we're actually talking and encouraging law-abiding citizens to cower down and submit to criminals that are actively engaging in felonies. Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. That city, if you're from Minneapolis and you're listening to the show, my humble opinion, get the heck out of Dodge because it is about to go horrible in that city after they have defunding the police and now giving a green light to all criminals to rob, steal, and pillage anything they want. Thank you for the support of Health Masters. Please get this information out to continue to wake more people up. Please. Thank you for getting that out there. We appreciate everything. The zinc glycinate, our high-dose zinc glycinate formula, the real true bioactive form of zinc, zinc glycinate, not a lot of these other ones they have on the market that are very cheap synthetics. This is a true zinc glycinate form. On the website, product of the week, on sale right now. Check it out at healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 